Hello and welcome to the Just Keep Thriving podcast. This is the podcast helping you step into your power by owning your expertise, fully embodying your mission, and rising to the next level of entrepreneurship to help the world thrive while you create your massive impact and, of course, your income. I'm beyond excited to have you here, so let's dive into today's episode. Hello, lovely humans, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm excited to do a solo episode with you guys because this is the first solo episode that I have done in like a month, maybe. We had the podcasts with Shalane Carter. We did, I recorded one with Chelsea, and Chelsea will be on here in a little bit. In a few weeks, I recorded one with um, my client Stacy on manifestation. And so, Today's podcast is dedicated to my two-year anniversary in my business, so obviously it has to be solo. Um, I guess maybe not obviously, but in my mind it had to be. And I'm excited to share with you guys what was different between year one and year two in my business. I'm excited to share lessons. I'm excited to get really real with you guys and share the like quote-unquote low parts, like the times when I was like crying in my closet on my floor. Um... Yeah, good investments, investments that didn't make me what I think they would make me. Um, Yeah, some lessons and helping you guys really learn from my experience (laughs) and helping you really grow your income. And so today I am promoting my Ascension Mini Mind. That is the 10-week mini mind that I'm hosting with Shalane Carter. So if you're not familiar with her, go and listen to the last few podcasts and you will hear us talk all about the energy, the mindset, and the strategy behind charging high ticket prices for your programs. And I can tell you that the number one way that I have increased my income is by increasing my prices. Yes, I've grown different products. Yes, I have a team behind me now. Yes, um, we've been working on leads for a very long time and our lead list has grown. Our Our platforms have grown. But honestly, I don't want like thousands upon thousands of clients. I don't have, you know, tens of thousands of followers on Instagram that will allow me to have, um, you know, a $10 or a $50 price point and, you know, make a lot of money. Like the main way that I was able to grow my income so quickly and five times it, our second year in business is, was by increasing my prices, right? So this is something that I help my clients do. This is something that I love, love, love coaching on. And honestly, like I believe everybody in this fucking world deserves to be paid a lot of money, whether it's the person who cleans the apartment complex I'm in, or it's a doctor or it's a coach. Like I believe everybody de- deserves to make a fuck ton of money. But the thing that prevents people from making a fuck ton of money doing their job is that they don't value themselves, right? They don't value themselves at a high price point. Oh, I only do this or, oh, I don't have this many years of experience or, oh, I didn't go to college for this, right? Or I just want to help everybody. And like, we deserve to get compensated for our energy, right? And understanding that and embodying that is what allows you to charge high ticket prices for your programs, 
right? And it's truly the difference between when people grow slowly and grow largely or quickly, (laughs) slowly and largely, (laughs) slowly and quickly. I've worked with a lot of entrepreneurs over the past almost two years that I've been business coaching. And I can tell you that this makes a massive difference. Plus, as I go through my whole two-year kind of journey, what was different, what we had succeed, blah, 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 all the lessons, you'll hear that one of the main things is I got to really grow my income while taking more time for myself, right? And in order to take more time for myself, I had to value myself more, right? Most people wake up at like whatever, 6 a.m., 5 a.m. I don't know. My dad wakes up at literally midnight to go work at Costco. It's the most heartbreaking thing for me, but he's like, it's fine. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) Um, And most people just wake up, rush, you know, rush their morning, go about their day, maybe get a workout in, stress about that the whole fucking day, you know, aren't able to eat enough because they're so busy, are constantly stressed doing things that they fucking hate, or even if they love their job, they're doing things that um, drain their energy and don't help them creatively, right? Help bring out their creativity, help bring out their happiness, you know? And, you know, then they just go home, they go to bed, maybe they do something and then they start the day. Like that doesn't sound fucking exciting to me. (laughs) I think we all deserve a lot of fucking energy for ourselves, a lot of energy to have a slow morning, a lot of time to have a slow morning, a lot of time to have a slow evening, a bank account that allows us to explore the world, to explore different things that we want, to go out to dinner, to explore different cuisines, to go on vacation, right? And all of that requires a lot of money, right? So when I say the word fuck ton of money, when I talk about the prices that we, that my clients in the Ascension Mini Mind are like increasing, it can be relative to what you want. There's no right or wrong. And I want to highlight that because I've had people in the past kind of say like, oh, well, you know, your marketing around this doesn't resonate with me because I don't want a multiple six figure business. And I'm like, it doesn't, you don't need to want a multiple six figure business. You don't need to want a multiple seven figure business. You get to have what you want, right? And whatever a fuck ton of money is for you, you get to charge for your services, right? So I want to help bring that out of you. I want to help give you the strategy and help give you the mindset. I want to help you raise your vibration energetically to attract clients who want to pay you a lot. And when you feel worthy of it, that's what happens, right? So that's what Shalane and I are going to be helping you guys with in the Ascension Mini Mind. The link is down below or it is in my bio. We start May 1st. So in like 12 days or so from now, it's April 20th. And it's a 10-week program. You get group coaching, group Voxer, um, and you get a four-day retreat in Tulum, all included minus airfare. And yeah, it's just going to be the most epic transformational thing for your business if you are looking to grow really quickly without needing tens of thousands of followers, because sometimes that can take a lot of time. That can take a lot of time. Usually it does take a lot of time and you don't need to wait for that in order to make a lot of money. Plus you deserve to get compensated a lot. So it's a 10 week program. It is $10,000 or a payment plan of three payments of $4,000. So you can choose either one. Link is down below. Link is in my bio. We do have a limited amount of spots. We already have a few beautiful souls um, enrolled. So if that's something you want, then let's do the thing. But for today, let's get into, I have it broken up into like the best parts of entrepreneurship over the past two years the lowest parts over the past two years, and then the biggest lessons. So 
April 8th was a two-year anniversary in my business. And truthfully, when I started Johnny Agresta LLC, like I wanted to get here. But there was like a part of me that was like, but it could not happen. And there was the biggest part of me that was like, nope, that's not not happening. We're going to start this and we're going to go. We're going to start this and we're going to go. And there have been plenty of times over the past two years where I questioned my entire life. (laughs) Plenty of times I've been crying on my closet for like, ah, how do I do this? What am I doing? What is going wrong? Ah, should I just go back to nine to five? But what I can say is that over the past two years, those instances have gotten lower and lower and lower. The questioning of is this right has gotten less and less and less. And so it's still there. (laughs) It is still there. And I don't know if that will ever go away, but it has gotten less. So I promise you, wherever you are in that amount of like breakdown slash breakups, I like to call them because I think we grow out of them or low points or questioning like, what the fuck am I doing? How do I do this? Is this going to work? I promise those get smaller and smaller and smaller as long as you are determined to make it work. I truly believe that my business is massively successful because I have always been determined since day one to make it work because I had started businesses before and was not determined to make it work. I gave in, I gave up, right? And I didn't think I was good enough. I wasn't charging high enough prices where I could actually like take care of my mental fucking health. Like taking care of your mental health is the biggest part that is going to make you successful as an entrepreneur. And that is something that I've focused on every fucking day for the past two years. And that's why I have a long morning routine. That's why I pay coaches. That's why I have a team. That's why I have people doing things for me that technically I could do, but it doesn't allow me to improve my mental health. It doesn't allow me to fill up my own cup and nourish my own self. Right. And this is going to be one of the biggest things that I'm going to talk about throughout this podcast. Um, but this is one of the biggest things that I always recommend to focus on because when you thrive in your life, your business thrives as you grow as a human, your business grows, right? And I'm going to explain a little bit more about that. So some of the best parts that I have felt over the past two years, especially this past year, is that I truly feel like there's finally a creative outlet for all the things that I want to do in the world, right? And that's my business. And before I started business or Johnny Agresta LLC, at least my online business, I didn't never thought of myself as creative. I was like, I'm not creative. I'm a science brain. I'm not creative. I'm a science brain. Even though I had been a pianist for all my life, even though I had played a lot of different instruments, saxophone, cello, things like that, like there's definitely a part of me that's creative and craves that. But in terms of like the working world, I never thought of myself as creative. I was used to interpreting research. I wasn't used to just like regurgitating information. I was used to just like learning systems and, you know, kind of repeating them in the hospital and in the nursing home that I worked in. And yeah, and I never thought of myself as creative. But over the past year, allowing my creativity to really soar allowed me to create a lot of different programs that had massive, massive impacts on people in my audience, on my clients. And I am beyond grateful for that. And so whether you consider yourself creative or not, entrepreneurship requires us to be creative, right? And if we think of, let's say like reels, reels is something that 
has really helped us bring out our creativity in terms of our content, right? A lot of times trying to write content and stuff can feel really difficult if we are not, you know, used to it. Um, but Reels really allows us to be creative. And although I really have not embraced that, a lot of other people have, but I have creative outlets in other ways, right? Even cultivating podcasts out of fucking thin air 20 minutes before I, I create them, maybe five minutes, it depends on the podcast. <laughs> or figuring out in what way do I want to deliver this information? Or like, oh, I used to be a health coach. I was a business coach. I am still a health coach. I am a business coach. And now I've incorporated life coaching. And it's like, how do I get that message across? How do I create content around that? How do I create programs around that? Who do I want to help? It's all an extension of me and my knowledge and all of my learnings, all my spiritual learnings, all my scientific learnings, everything over the past 12 years. And so I really feel like finally this year, especially in 2021, I have landed in a place of honoring that creativity, flowing with that creativity, and really trusting it, right? The next thing that I think is probably the best thing about the past two years is having no alarm clock. (laughs) I don't know about you, but like anytime I would ever have to wake up to an alarm, I would have massive anxiety the night before. I would be in a place of like, ah, I have to wake up or like, ah, I have to go bed to go. I have to go to bed right now, which means if I go to bed now, I'll get eight hours of sleep and then an hour passes. Now I'll get seven hours of sleep. And then I have anxiety about like actually going to bed and getting amount of sleep and blah, blah, blah. Right. And then I start, you know, dreading the next day and all that entire cycle that kind of happens when you have an alarm, at least for me, let me know if that's you tag me in this episode and be like, I totally resonated with that alarm story. Um, but I love not having an alarm. Now this doesn't mean that I wake up at 10 AM or 11 AM or 12 or whatever, or one. I don't even think I could ever do that again. It means that my body naturally wakes up basically with the sunrise. So it wakes up between, obviously depends on what season we're in, but between 6.30 and 8, it depends how hard the sun is kind of like coming through my window. Um, And I go to bed anywhere between like sometimes 8 (laughs) p.m. 8 p.m., usually between like the 10 and like 11.30 mark. And so whenever my body decides to wake up, that's when it wakes up. And I feel so much more rested I feel so much more energized. I literally don't drink coffee. I have one cup of tea in the morning. I feel like an old person. One cup of tea. Um, But yeah, I have one cup of black tea in the morning and that's it. Meanwhile, when I used to like force myself to wake up at 6 or 5.30 or 6.30 or whatever, and just that like forcing myself, I would wake up and like need coffee. I need a large amount of fucking coffee. And then a few hours later, oh, I could use more coffee. Then after my workout, I would be tired. So I'm like, okay, more coffee right? And just not having that alarm clock, even though I wake up at the same time, makes such a difference. And so I'm really grateful that I get to trust my body to wake up. I get to trust my body to know when it needs to go to bed. And I get to do it with the sunset and the sunrise. And I truly feel like that's a natural state of being. It feels very natural to me now that I've been in this cycle for at least the past like seven or eight months. I don't want to say it's a full year because sometime last year, um, the beginning of my second year of business, I was still forcing myself to wake up at a certain time. And this year I've really leaned into trust, including when my body needs to wake up and sleep. Um, the next thing that I think is one of the best parts and that I'm so fucking grateful and excited for is the flexibility and schedule. And 
with all the clients that I work with, even though they, like, even though they become full-time in their business, they still stay with the inflexibility in their, in their schedule from when they were in their nine to five or school or whatever they were in. They kind of, that they want this flexibility and maybe you want this flexibility, but everything in your being is telling you it's fucking wrong. It's telling you that you have to have set hours for things. It's telling you that you have to have an alarm clock. It's telling you that you have to do this. It's telling you that you have to do, you know, content creation all on one day, right? And when we do that, we limit our creativity, And so finding flexibility in your schedule that allows you some sort of rigidity where you feel secure with you know what you're with you knowing what you're going to do that day, but also the flexibility of timing or the flexibility of even days like find a version that works for you. Now, I have gone through very strict regimented schedules where every half hour of my day has been planned out and that served me very, very, very well in the beginning. And if you are like me where you are not like organized, I highly recommend to have a period of time in your entrepreneurial journey where you really buckle down and you show yourself what can what your schedule can look like when you're really productive. Um, and so finding that rigidity within yourself, I believe is really important just to show yourself that it's there so that you don't constantly have the story of like, I can't be productive or I can't stick to a schedule, right? Show yourself what it's like and find a version of flexibility and rigidity that works for you right now. For example, I have been in a phase of finding a little bit more rigidity in my schedule because I'm hiring some more team members. And so I need to be on top of certain things getting out on certain days. Um, And so I need some more rigidity in my schedule. And like I have one day for my CEO work and like finances and stuff like that. I have one day for, I have two days for creativity where it's either podcast recording, um, content planning. I have days for meetings with my team members. I have days for um, financial reviews with my bookkeeper and Joe who does all my finances and payments. Like I have these things completely scheduled out so that I know what I need to focus on that day versus just doing what I want to do, right? And the hours in which I work are typically strict. Um, I usually don't start work before 11. Like I, I will never be on a call before 11. Fuck that. And very rarely will I ever be on a call after 5 p.m. Tonight is a weird thing because I'm talking to people overseas. And so I'm going to be on a call at 6.30. But it's going to be a very quick call. I will make sure of that. And then I'll probably do nothing after. But I'm, I started a lot later today. I started at like 1 or 2 p.m. today. Um, so find something that works for you and then know it can always be flexible. So don't put that pressure on yourself that it has to look a certain way, but find what works for you and challenge yourself. You know what I mean? Create boundaries and challenge yourself because that's part of just like getting shit done, right? And if you work really well at 11 fucking PM, you do you. But if you don't, don't do that. If you're missing things, if you um, do things and maybe you're doing it while you're stoned or kind of tipsy and like it's just not the best work or maybe it is the best work, like everybody works differently. So figure out what works best for you and don't shit on yourself and think that it has to be a certain way, but be honest with yourself. Does this serve me? Do I feel nourished in this way? Do I feel relaxed when I'm taking off? Or do I still feel like there's a whole long list of things that need to get done, right? You have to assess what works for you. 
Um, but that's probably my favorite part is like getting creative with my schedules is switching them is having the flexibility. Like today I went to yoga at 12 PM and it was magical. And I was like, fuck yes. I want more of this. Right. Next, like the next best thing is supporting other people in their jobs. Like when I get to send my team members money, I feel so grateful to be able to support other people. And a lot of people look, or a lot of newer entrepreneurs especially, and I still consider myself new. It's only two years in this business, right? I've been doing business for a very long time though. Um, But a lot of people are just like, I can't give up that money. Or if I give up that money, what am I going to get back? How do I know it's going to make me more money? All of these things. And truthfully, I feel like when we give people money who are meant to do the job for us, of course it fucking skyrockets. Of course our income skyrockets. And that has mainly been true as I've hired team members. And I'll go into a little bit about um, how my team has changed this year and like what kind of happened. Um, but when they are in alignment with your brand, when they are people who you really, really value and who you really trust and who you feel good with paying, like your income skyrockets. So don't get too hung up on like, oh, but I'm not profiting yet, this, 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 and that. You need to have the energy to take on clients. You need to have the energy to do things in your business. And if you don't, you need to hire team members, right? This is one reason why I am um, expanding again. I'm hiring at least two more team members, another virtual assistant um, who's going to do some video editing and stuff like that. And then I'm going to hire somebody to um, manage my Pinterest, manage my LinkedIn account, manage my, um, yeah, podcast notes, because I've kind of been slacking on those and, and then create blogs off of them. So we're going to have some new systems in the business. I've had some of these before, but now I'm excited to take new people on for this room. I'll go into a little bit that in a second. But supporting other people and like you doing what you're meant to do and them doing what they're meant to do is fucking amazing. Um, I love seeing my client wins. That's probably one of the biggest things. Seeing clients go from quitting their job to having their own business, seeing them raise their prices. Again, this is what the Ascension Mini Mind is for. Seeing them get those first few thousand dollars from one client and they're like, holy shit, or first $10,000 from one client. They're like, holy shit or seeing them make more in one month than they ever made in their nine to five for an entire year. Like, holy shit, right? All of these things are some of the best things, plus seeing people be fulfilled, right? You guys know that my favorite thing is seeing people thrive, whether it's in their health, whether it's in their relationships, their life, their business. And I truly believe money helps us thrive. And I think that's okay to fucking say, obviously, that's why I'm saying it. I wouldn't say anything that I couldn't get my energy backed behind, but seeing my clients do all these things and seeing just them feel fulfilled is the best thing ever. Seeing them be creative, seeing them own who they are, what they want to do, the changes they want to elicit in the world, right? This is why I do what I do as a business coach. Um, another best thing about being an entrepreneur that wasn't even a sentence, but you guys know what I'm saying, Um, is having way more money than I ever would have had in a nine to five. Like there is zero jobs that I could ever find that would pay me the amount of money that I get paid even just from one client. And doing things in a way that really enhances who I am and allows me to teach on the things that I know I'm meant to teach on and guide people through their processes and getting paid a lot of money for it is the best experience 
I have ever had on this earth, truthfully. Maybe orgasms, honestly, orgasms might be first, but this might be second. Like doing what you're meant to do and getting compensated for that is the best, best, best feeling. And then knowing you're impacting somebody else and then making a fuck ton of money off of it. Like that is to me what like life really is. Like seeing that impact grow seeing you able to, you being able to thrive, seeing other people thrive as a result of your journey, like that exchange, that growth that we get to have as coaches is just the most beautiful thing. And I wish it upon every single human in this earth because nothing feels as good as helping people. Nothing feels as good as nourishing your soul with good people around you, with good food, with good movement, with experiences, Right. And all of that is what we grow through entrepreneurship. So I am beyond fucking grateful for all of that. Um, Another thing that I love and that I learned to really love this year was seeing how quickly things can shift in business Um, and just in life in general. And if there's anything that I've done that I've switched about myself since becoming an entrepreneur online, it's that I make decisions quickly. I hire quickly, I fire quickly. Sometimes I should fire quicker than I actually do. And I'll get to that in a minute. But um, launching new programs, cultivating new programs quickly, switching launches, switching gears quickly, like all of it has allowed me to get where I am right now. And I act quickly knowing that I get to make the next decision. And it's just a decision. It's not good or bad. Nothing is going to be good or bad. It's just going to lead to different consequences. And those consequences can lead to other um, questions, other lessons, right? Other, Other places I get to make decisions. And so looking at entrepreneurship as just one giant fucking lesson and one giant opportunity for growth has really allowed me to be massively successful and learn so much about myself and grow so much, right? Which brings me to my next point, which is I absolutely love having the availability to work on myself daily. Now you can totally do this if you are in a nine to five or you work for somebody else, but the amount of time that I spend on myself and my well-being, on my mindset, on my energy, on getting more connected to myself, getting more connected to the universe and to other people. Or even my little dog here. Little Nina's always by me, (laughs) especially since I've been in Colorado (laughs) and she hasn't had her daddy here. Um, But all of that is just the, again, (laughs) the best experience (laughs) besides orgasms. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I don't think that I would have ever had the opportunity to grow the way that I have and to feel at peace in my life if I had not become an entrepreneur, number one, because I know I'm meant to be one. Number two, because I have the money to create space in my life while still having the experiences that I want, while still being able to travel. I think over the next six months, I'm traveling to like at least six different places. I'm planning to go to New York. I'm planning to go to Hawaii. I am planning to go to California. I'm coming back to Colorado. I've already traveled to Austin. Um, and there's probably some other places intertwined in there. Oh, Costa Rica may be another one. Costa Rica or, um, I may stay in Austin and just do like a little staycation there. But having that ability and not having to sacrifice 
what I want to do in with my work is just amazing, right? We all deserve to love our work, but you need money in order to, and you need to get paid a lot per client in order to have a low client load in order to be able to take off. Because last year at this time, um, or right before this time, I was just on calls 24 seven. I was constantly, constantly, constantly on coaching calls, sometimes eight hours a day. And then I was on sales calls and then I was on market research calls and I was on this, and then I was on team meetings and then I was on that. And like, that's one of the main reasons why I just started increasing my prices so much more because I couldn't continue living like that. Like I love coaching clients, but a lot of the work is done outside of the call. A lot of my energy is given outside of the call. And plus then I still have to do all the things to get more clients and manage my team and manage the vision that I have for my business. Like all of that requires me to get paid a lot of money and having a lot of money allows me to get the help that I need, which allows me to then work on myself. And again, I would not be at peace. I would not have healed my depression, healed my anxiety, healed my hormonal issues if I had not become an entrepreneur, right? Um, society is not bred to have a succeed and be happy. It's just not whether, you know, you're in academia or whether you're just in the corporate world, like it's just not bred for you to be successful. It's bred for other people to make money. And I believe those people deserve to make money, but I don't believe that you have to do that at the, um, risk of your employees mental health. Right. And I think that this is a big reason why a lot of us or a lot of the world struggles with mental health and their health in general. Right. Because just stress levels are out of fucking control. Time we have to spend on ourselves. You know, when I was a personal trainer, I was coaching people at 5 a.m. Like 5 a.m. No one should fucking be working out at that time unless you love being up at 5 a.m. But you shouldn't be like rushing out the door to go and then be at work at 645 and not even having time to eat. Right. Or not have time to spend with your kids. Like I used to coach or train a lot of lawyers and doctors and very wealthy people. And they still, with the amount of money that they had, they still didn't have the time to be with their family. Right? Being on call all the time. Some working six, seven days a week, 12-hour shifts. Like that's not fun. Even if you love your work, you cannot possibly feel good in your body doing that. Right? I think people lie to themselves. <laughs> and I believe that life is meant to be fucking lived, not just for a two-week vacation, but every goddamn day. Every fucking day. And in order to do that, you, you need to have a lot of money. You need to have a lot of money coming in so that you can take off, so that you can go enjoy yourself, so that you can pay people to give you experiences that you don't know how to do. Right? Whether it's fucking zip lining, bungee jumping, flying a plane, like all the things like that requires money, you know? And that's why we created the Ascension Mini Mind. Um, so sign up for that. Um, but the last thing that I really feel like has been one of the best parts is having time, having the space to maintain a high vibe on most days of my life. And honestly, most days I feel like fucking fire. Like there are times throughout the day and times throughout the month where like, you know, I'm struggling a little bit more and I'll get to like the lowest parts that I've had over the past years in a little bit. But generally, I, I don't struggle with anxiety. Generally, I feel very grounded. Generally, I have a really good fucking life. 
And yes, it's partly money, but it's also just everything else that I've explained here, the time, the space, the energy, the creativity, the nourishment of myself, the amount of energy that I can put back into myself. And I would never trade of doing anything else in the world. I don't care how much more they might pay me. Like I am beyond, beyond, beyond grateful to be an entrepreneur in this way. But with that being said, let's get into the lowest parts of the two years. Uh, Okay, so I'm going to be real with you guys, super open with you guys. Um, But I want to preface this by saying that I personally have gotten to a place where I don't look at anything as a bad decision or bad experience. I look at it as like everything is working out for me. And it's taken me a long time to get here. And this year I've really stepped into that. And I've really seen a lot of things come to fruition that were meant for me that I didn't even see were meant for me. But in the time of the shit, in the time of the struggles, things fucking suck. (laughs) So even though I have this overarching, like strong belief in the universe and God and whatever you want to call it, and that I'm being guided always and it's always working out and I can't possibly fuck anything up in the moment it's really hard to remember these things. So I just kind of wrote out here a few of the biggest things that I remember struggling with, especially over this past year. Um, So the first thing was almost going broke after having a massive income, making very, very high income months and having a lot of money in my bank account. And I almost went broke literally because I invested a fuck ton of money And I hired a lot of team members and that investment was not the problem. The team members were not the problem. It was the fact that, or the hiring of team members were not the problem. It was, how do I put this? I should have written this out beforehand, but it was the fact that the team members were not in alignment. I hired team members who um, were struggling in their own ways and we're not clear on what they wanted. So even though they maybe were good at their job, the work that they did for me was not consistent. It was not up to par. It was not giving me what I needed in order to like make money off of the work that they were doing. And again, it's not that they their work was bad or they sucked or anything like that. It just wasn't a good fit for my company. And so energetically, I was giving a lot of money, <laughs> a lot of money to a big team that I didn't feel good with and that I knew I didn't feel good with and that I should have listened to the fact that I didn't feel good with them. But for some reason, I kept them. I kept about four team members that from the start, like after the first week or two, I felt off with. And I knew that it wasn't going to work out. I knew that their work, their style of work, their style of being, their energy was not the type of fit that I need for Johnny Agresta LLC. I am very, very fast paced. I am very, very quick. I switch things often and... I need people who can discern what needs to be done based off of every single thing that I switch or every single thing that I decide. And that takes a lot to ask of a person. And the people that I had hired 
did not have those skills and I knew that and for some reason I thought that I can just make it work or there's something wrong with me and the way that I run it. Meanwhile, a team member is supposed to help you and make your life easier. Their energy, in my opinion, needs to be in how can I serve the person I'm working for best. It's like us with clients. How can I serve this person best, right? And as long as our energy is aligned in the way that I work and what you need works, we're going to work really fucking well together, right? But if you've ever had a client where you just don't feel it with them, but you sign them anyway and they signed anyway, and it just feels awkward every time you're on the phone, you feel like it's not a good fit. You're like, ah, they don't get anything out of the coaching, right? They get something, but like they don't get the results that they wanted, right? Because it wasn't a good fit. And that was a lesson to learn, right? And there's somebody for every single one of our energies, whether it's a team member or whether it is um, a client. And so I should have listened to that, right? So the biggest lesson I want you to take away from that is if you are hiring or whatever, you're getting clients, if you have that gut feeling of no, do not do it. Like listen to yourself, I remember the first VA that I ever hired. She's not, she's no longer with me, obviously. I fired her after like a week. She didn't show up to our first meeting. She didn't even let me know. Like, so she was doing, she was doing work. She was contracted to do 10 hours of work. She only did like seven hours of work the first week. And then we were supposed to meet after the first week and then, you know, reconvene, discuss what we wanted for the next week. And she only did seven out of 10 hours. And then she didn't show up to our, our like second meeting, the first one that was scheduled after she was hired. And then she didn't tell me anything for like 45 minutes into when the meeting was supposed to start. And then she just wanted to schedule it later on. And I was like, yo, I don't have the energy for that. <laughs> you need to be on time. And if something comes up, you have to tell me, you left me waiting there for 45 minutes and I'm relying on you to show up. If you just think I'm going to let that fly, that's not going to fly. And so I let her go. And she was very, I don't know if she was upset or whatever I'm assuming she was, but she's like, hey, I wish you would have told me that, that there was no leeway in X, Y, and Z and been a little bit more open with me about that. And I was like, I'm sorry, the person that I need to hire needs to understand that my time is very, very, very valuable and not think that not showing up to a meeting without any notice um, is, is not okay right? It's just not okay. And, you know, that's just inherent to me. And I'm sorry that that wasn't communicated to you. I thought that that was, you know, inherent. And so I did a really good thing (laughs) by firing that person after a week. I also was not a fan of the work and all these things. And I listened to myself and similar things happened with a few of the team members that I'm discussing that I hired this past year. And stuff about their work, I just wasn't in alignment with. They were kind of like la-di-da about some things that were really important to me. They weren't willing to, you know, go back and redo it and like be there and make sure that the work was done and make sure that I was happy with every part of it. And that doesn't fly with me. Right. And so I went about three to five months with a lot of these team members. And then eventually we just parted ways. A lot of them quit, whatever it was. And I was like, fuck, I should have listened to myself because I could have been on to the next team member. Right. And so now we're in a place where we're actually rehiring for a lot of those positions. Um, And I'm excited for that because now I refuse to not listen to that. And I will gladly fire after a week if I am not happy (laughs) with their work. So 
that is something that led me to spend a lot of money and not get return on because they were not a good fit. So it's not that hiring team members is a bad thing. It's not that investing in coaches is a bad thing. It's that when you are putting your energy and money into something that you don't feel good with, you are sending those signals out into the universe. You're saying like, hey, I don't feel good paying this person, but I'm going to keep doing it anyway. And then that's indicative of your money mindset. That's indicative of your vibration. Every time you send that money out, you just don't feel good about it, right? So it's hard to attract more of something if you're not feeling good with the way you're handling something currently, right? And this is something that we're going to be talking about in the energy aspect of the Ascension Mini Mind and really getting in alignment with the way you spend, have, save, think about money. Um, so that is, that is one main, main, main thing. And then the big investment that I made that also almost made me go broke. I think that it was a brilliant investment. I'm beyond fucking happy that I did it. Um, but I did it in the energy of I'm not good enough without this other person. And that is never (laughs) a good thing to think about yourself. That's never a good energy to be in. And then you're giving all of your power away. I gave all of my power away to this external container of the group that I was in. And although I learned a lot and I'm forever fucking grateful for it, I will likely go back into the container and with the coach that I was working with, um, going into it with the energy of I need this to be successful versus this container is going to support me in being successful are two different energies. Again, it comes back to the way in which we feel good about spending our money, right? And then it's also like indicative about what we think of ourselves. If we're thinking we're not good enough without this person and we can't succeed without this person or, you know, our podcast won't be good enough unless we have this editor or whatever it is, like it's bullshit, It's like thinking that my content won't convert to cash if I don't, if it doesn't get 200 likes. Like, no, that's not, not true at all. But if you think that that's going to become your reality, right? And so all of that to say, almost going broke fucking sucked. (laughs) And I remember crying to Joe, I'm like, Joe, I'm going to have to get a a new job. (laughs) I'm going to have to go back to Orange Theory. And he's just like, what? (laughs) you're going to do what? He's like, okay, so you spent a lot of money. You learned some lessons, go fucking make it back. And and since that experience, (laughs) things have only fucking skyrocketed and it's been so beautiful. So in the timing, it was, (laughs) I didn't share this with anybody at all, especially on Instagram or my podcast, but in the timing, it was like, should I go back (laughs) to orange theory, which was my job before I uh, started Johnny Agresta LLC and like I wouldn't actually ever fucking do that and those thoughts came like very and they were very quick (laughs) they were in and fucking out like I just don't have room for them it's not an option um but like it lit a fire under my ass like okay we're gonna get our shit together and this is what we need (laughs) this is what we're gonna do this is how we're gonna make the money and we did and it's fucking epic and now we're almost back up towards uh what we had in my bank account and in my operations and savings account all that stuff before <laughs> all of that I don't even know multiple 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 tens of thousands of dollars went out for things that <sighs> yeah caused me to struggle for a lot but it's okay we we worked through it and my team was amazing and all that stuff um I laugh about this now because it's so funny how like how low you can feel and then how quickly things can bounce when you decide that things get to get better and like sometimes you have to sit in the shit for a little bit 
right? But I never allowed myself to rub my face in it. If you work with me, you know what I'm talking about. I use this reference all the time. Like I had to feel the shit. I had to feel the fear of like, oh my goodness, do I need to go back? Am I going to go broke? Do I have to fire everybody? And then it was like, mm, not a thing. I don't want to do that. I am not doing that, right? I could have said like, okay, I'm going to fire this person. I'm going to fire this person. I'm going to fire this person. Okay, that's just going to be the answer. And I was just like, that's not, right? That would have been rubbing my face in the shit. Like, oh, this feels shitty. Let's create more shit. Let's go down a negative spiral. Let's go back to orange theory. And honestly, I had offers in the beginning of this year. Like, hey, do you want to go back to orange theory? <laughs> I had people offer it to me. Like when I came back to Denver and um, I was just like, no, I'm good. Thank you. And I was like, is this the universe testing me or telling me to go? Universe, which one are you doing? <laughs> and of course, it was a test because I'm not meant to work at Orange Theory, even though I would like to just for fun. Honestly, I just like coaching. Um, so like eventually once all things are set up in my business and my team is finalized, hopefully soon, all the things I actually may go back just to do it for fun. Um but yeah, side note, every, it can get bad. <laughs> Even when you're successful, it can feel really shitty at times and it's okay. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with you. It's entrepreneurship. There's not a single multiple seven figure entrepreneur, multiple six figure entrepreneur that I know who hasn't had experiences like that. Um, unless they've just been backed by money, but there's always a point and multiple points, I'm assuming, where we get where we made decisions that we should have listened to our gut over initially and lost money because of that. And I don't consider it losing money because I don't think you ever lose anything. Um, I always think there's things to gain. And like money is so fucking easy to make. So let's do the thing. Okay, cool. Um, so the next thing that really sucked over the past two years is the really low points of crying in my closet. It wasn't just like when I almost went broke and was like struggling and should I fire everybody, blah, blah, blah. It was like, there's been points throughout plenty of launches where I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> um, there's been points throughout coaching clients where I just feel massively frustrated. There's been points with team members where I'm like, what am I doing with projects? I'm like, what am I doing? There's been lots of crying in my closet. Now I can't fit in the closet that I'm in because the closet here in Denver is really small. Um, <laughs> but there's been lots of times. And if there's one thing that I've learned this year, it's that you can have really low points throughout every fucking day. But as long as your main vibration is like, shit's always working out. I trust. I know I'm epic. This is all fucking epic. Like you attract what you want. And I think getting to a place where you can feel like a crazy person is normal. <laughs> feel like a, yeah, this is fucking epic. And an, oh my goodness, my life sucks. I need to go hide under my blankets. Like it's normal. And it doesn't mean that you're not made for entrepreneurship. It means that you're human going through entrepreneurship. <laughs> right? And so... Don't shit on yourself if you feel like a crazy person lots of days, almost all the time, almost every day. It's okay. That's normal. Um, and it doesn't mean that you're not going to attract what you want. However, it is important to do the work to, you know, process the feelings 
and then get back to that place of feeling empowered. Like that's, it's going to make a huge, huge, huge difference. And in the Ascension Mini Mind, this is something we're going to be deeply working on, especially when we're talking about selling really, really high ticket programs. Like that's the goal of the Mini Mind is to charge multiple for multiple five figures for your programs. So you make a lot of money per client and that requires you to feel very grounded in your power. It requires you to feel very grounded in your decisions and the amount of money you're asking to receive from people, the universe and attract into your life. Um, another lesson that I learned or another really low part was working on projects that weren't in alignment with what I wanted or what I needed, but I did it for other people's benefits. Certain business partners that I've been, you know, a part of or, um, yeah, just ultimately business partners where I kept doing things even though it didn't feel good for me, where I kept people and I kept working on projects even when I wanted to stop. Not because it was hard, not because like I didn't, you know, I didn't think it was going to work out or anyone was going to pay for it. Like, that's not a thing. But like, I wanted to stop because I didn't enjoy working with that person or that person wasn't showing up in a way that really matched me. And so when you're in a partnership in that way, whether it's client, coach, you know, a business partner, whatever it is, you have to listen to like, this isn't a good fit. And I thought it was, but it's not. And speaking up really quickly is going to be really important. And you get scared to hurt people. Like when I've parted ways with certain business partners and team members and clients, like it feels, and even coaches, like it feels really scary because you're scared to hurt them, but you can't stay doing something just because you want to protect somebody else. When you're talking about your business and your life Like you deserve to have a voice and you deserve to say yes or no, right? And even right now, I've been working with the coach for a very long time. I'm coming towards the end of our contract and like we actually don't have a contract. We just kind of go monthly or whatever for an agreement. And it just hasn't been feeling good the past like three months, right? And I was like, no, I'm going to continue. No, I'm going to continue. That's what I've been saying. And it's like, truthfully, I don't want to continue. And I have to be really real with myself, right? And so it's really important to shift. Even last year, I was in a mastermind, in a few masterminds, and I removed myself from masterminds that I just ended up not feeling good with and had to be really open with the coach about it, you know, and honest. And the worst thing you can do for your energy around money is continue paying something that you don't have to stay in. Like if you've made an agreement for something and you're in contract and all that stuff and you know, me as an entrepreneur, I really abide by my contracts. So I abide by other people's contracts. Like I think that you need to finish that out. That's my opinion. You can, you know, feel differently. But when it comes to like, if there isn't a contract or a team member who's like coming up or, you know, your contract is coming to an end, like you get to really decide, like, does this feel good? And I've honestly paid, continued paying people and then not use sessions with them or not use their work, even though I paid them just because energetically, I'm just like, listen, I'm closed off to this. I'm no longer available to this. Please keep your money. You deserve this money. I agreed to give you this money, but I'm going to remove myself. Right. So making sure that you are in alignment with everything you're spending your money on is so important. And every place you are spending your energy is so important. The energy behind what you do, what you spend, the amount of money you're requesting for your launches, everything is so important. 
Um, two more things that have been really difficult. <sighs> Maxing out credit cards a fuck ton of times over the past two years for different investments, different team members, different projects. Um, I don't think that it's wrong at all. I think that um, I like what Amanda Francis says about credit cards and debt. It's like you're just choosing to pay something off over time at an interest rate. Beautiful. That's fine. Having credit cards has allowed me to live my life in the way that I actually wanted way before I ever could afford it. That's not to say when I have maxed out all my credit cards, which is a lot of money, um, that I haven't felt like negative about it, right? And then I didn't struggle. And I think there's a lot of work to do around that for all of us. And a lot of like, well, is this is an, is, even though I might not feel the best about this balance or whatever it is, is this in alignment with how I'm feeling I need to live right now or how I want to live? And when the answer is yes, I would leave the balance on there. When the answer was no, I worked my ass off to pay it off and paid it off plenty of fucking times, right? So it's like the money is not the problem. Making money to me and the way that I teach it, especially in the Ascension Mini Mind with Shalane Carter, it's so easy to make. It's so easy to attract more of, but you have to make sure you have a clear channel for receiving, a clear mindset around receiving, a clear energy around receiving, if that's how you want things to be. Um, But the last thing has been going through a separation um, with my husband right now while having to show up. Now, if you do not know, my husband and I have been separated. We're still married. We are not divorced. We're not legally separated. I don't really know if that's a thing. We're not in an open relationship, even though we considered that. And like, I flipped out within 24 hours and I was like, yo, I can't do that. (laughs) Not a smart idea. Um, but it's been like a roller coaster ride. So these past two months I've been in Denver. He has been in, he has been in Austin And it's been really difficult on a lot of days. Every single day, we're having conversations about our marriage. Every single day, I'm doing work around what I'm feeling, what I'm wanting, what's not sitting well. And like we're diving really deep into wounds that we have and our relationship. And it's really difficult um, to still feel good while things are really difficult in a relationship. And yeah, I would say that that's probably... One of the biggest struggles that I've had, at least in 2021, um, to still have the energy to do things, to still have the energy to show up, to still show up with a smile, to still support my clients. And truthfully, I've had to create really strict boundaries around serving my clients and letting them know when I'm available for things versus when I have to get back to something the next day. Um, And they've been wonderful with that. And like, in my contract, we go no more than 24 hours on Monday through Friday with get, with getting back to things. And so like, I still abide by that. I wouldn't let that go, but, um, just being really honest with my clients, like, Hey, you know, I know it's 4 PM. Normally I would answer this, but I want to make sure I have enough energy for you. So I get back to it the next day, first thing in the morning. Right. And so I've had to learn a lot about how to manage my own energy and how to set up my schedule. And that's been, fun, difficult, and allowing myself to navigate my emotions while not carrying my husband's emotions is also something because he's obviously going through a lot as well. And I'll probably do a whole podcast with him on this, uh, 
Yeah, probably in the next few months once we've like kind of resettled and stuff like that and feel ready to share. But for now, I have an IGTV that I posted, I believe, yesterday on the 19th of April um, about an update or no, two days ago, whatever it was, um, an update about my relationship and what's going on. So it's been difficult and life things can really make entrepreneurship a lot more difficult. But if there's one concept that I've learned to teach my clients and that to teach myself and to abide by is that things can be really fucking amazing in all of these areas and really like not so amazing in a lot of areas. And both of them exist at the same time. You don't have to be happy about everything. You don't have to love everything about your life at that moment in order to attract and receive and be a good entrepreneur and hit your goals. Right? So All of that to say entrepreneurship is not fucking easy. It is not easy, but you will always learn lessons. And when you stop resisting the lessons, when you when you stop trying to move through it quicker and just get to the next layer quicker, um, things actually come quicker. (laughs) But if you're constantly resisting the feelings, resisting the emotions, same thing, resisting the the heaviness that you might feel, um, it's going to make entrepreneurship a lot hard. When you can sit at peace with yourself in a shitty situation, um, you move through it a lot quicker. So a few of the biggest lessons, which the first one I'm going to add in here, um, which is not in here, but um, do fucking yoga. (laughs) Do fucking yoga and meditate often. (laughs) Um, I've always, I've done yoga for a lot of years, maybe like 10 years at this point. Um, It has never been as consistent as it has been since being in Denver. No, maybe since, let's say since gyms opened again in Austin, at least since COVID. So a few months ago, five months ago, whatever it is. And it saves my life every single time I go. And if you're like the old version of me and still kind of like me where you need to like work out and like sweat or just feel strong or like it's not just like relaxing where you're just stretching the whole time, I'm with you. Go to a hot power yoga class or even a hot vinyasa class, um, warm vinyasa, something of that nature where you can still challenge your body. Like yoga is really fucking hard. And if you don't think it's hard, it's either you've been doing it forever and no, you would still think it's hard because there's always more layers. So if you've been doing it forever, you know what I'm talking about. And if you don't think that yoga is difficult, you haven't actually tried it. <laughs> you have not tried hot vinyasa or hot power yoga class. Um, it has been one of the best forms of meditation for myself because a lot of times I can be really, really in my head, even during meditations. And so when you're forced to be silent, when you're forced to focus on your breath with guidance, spiritual guidance in a yoga room, surrounded by other people in that energy, it shifts you. I swear I leave yoga every single time and I'm just a different human. And I it translates into my business continuously. So go do fucking yoga. <laughs> go do yoga. If you come to the Ascension Mini Mind, um, the retreat in Tulum is going to be four days and we're going to be doing yoga probably daily. Shalane is a certified yoga instructor. I will be getting certified um, over the next few months, probably not before we actually do it. I'd still lead you guys, but I'd leave that up to Shalane and do it with you. Um, and it's just going to be, it's so transformative. So do fucking yoga. Um, and 
make sure you move your body. Like make sure you move your body. That's not just in like a, I lift heavy shit, bro type way, which I used to love. And I get, or like an orange theory way. And you challenge your body that way, but like move your body in re- in more relaxing ways and more peaceful ways with the intention of just being present versus constantly challenging yourself. Having that balance is going to be key. And then that translates into your business. Second lesson is listen to your intuition. It always knows if you have this gut feeling that this is not the right move, it's not the fucking right move. If you have a gut feeling that that team member is not right for you, don't fucking hire that team member or hire them and fire them very quickly. Sorry, you have to do what's best for you and your business, right? If you want to invest in something and you feel like that's something that needs that you need and that you desire, And it's going to lead you in the right step. Like do that thing, invest in that thing, hire that team member, do the thing. Even if it logically doesn't make sense for how much money you've made and blah, 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 blah. And how much you've already invested, do the thing. Doing the thing is going to help you get there so quickly. Right? So listen to that gut reaction. And this is also a topic that we're going to be talking about in the Ascension Mini Mind of how to really tune into your intuition, how to trust it, how to be led by it so that decisions and business and entrepreneurship just become easier. The third thing is act out of where you're going, not where you are. And this is something that I've been ah, teaching for a very long time. Um, I forgot where I first heard it. I don't know if it was Manifestation Babe. It might have been. I don't know where she heard it but whatever. Lots of people teach on it. Um, Act out of where you're going. Make the decisions for hiring, decisions for coaching investments, decisions, (laughs) decisions for just everything out of where you want to go, right? It's like if you want to become more flexible and more in tune with your body, are you going to continue lifting heavy weights or are you going to continue or are you going to force yourself to go to yoga? You're going to force yourself to fucking go to yoga, <laughs> right? Lifting heavy weights is the damn opposite <laughs> of, of that. I think there's aspects of getting in tune with yourself and of course mobility and you need strength and stuff like that. But yoga addresses all of that too, right? It's a different sense, right? So you have to push yourself in one way. So push yourself, create a plan and figure out where you want to go in your business and make every single decision off of where you're going. It's not going to be logical because if you make logical decisions, you're going to stay in the fucking same place. You're going to repeat the same cycles. You're going to keep doing what's comfortable. Make decisions, make investments, hire team members, do the things out of where you are going. It is going to get you there. If you don't act out of where you're going, you're not going to get there. Very simple. (laughs) Number four, you will only have as much success easily as you believe you can. And so I throw in the easily there because 20, the, well, let's say the past year, 2020, 2021 in my business has been a year of me finding more ease in my life, more ease and peace just in my business. Um, yeah, feeling creative, having more time and energy, feeling grounded, feeling more spiritual, all the things. And you will only have success if you believe you can. You will only have the amount of se- su- success. Wow. Clearly my mind's on sex. You only have the amount of success as you believe you are worthy of, and you will only have it as easily as you believe that it can come. And so in the Ascension Mini Mind, Shalane and I are really, really going to help guide you through making business easier, having more money flow to you easier, creating an open channel for you to receive a lot of money per client, 
and feel that worthiness, feel that confidence. Right. And so if that's something that you want, start with us on May 1st. Um, we got three more. Next one is stay in your zone of genius. This is such a big lesson as an entrepreneur and something that we get away from so often, so often, because we want to save money and we want to do things that save us money, (laughs) right? And I think there's different aspects of like, no, I don't, I actually like to do that thing versus I'm just doing it to save the money. I think those are two different things. For example, this year I've hired a bunch of email marketers, a bunch of landing page copywriters, all these things. Um, content creators. I don't like anybody else's shit as much as I like mine. Very simple. So I don't not hire out for those things because I want to save money. I hire them out because I believe that it's in my zone of genius. Even though I really like to coach and create more than market, I also am really good at marketing myself and selling products. And if that's not something that you feel confident doing, hire out or find a business coach who is going to help you write the copy for things, who's going to help you figure out what to write on your posts. And this is something that I do with my one-on-one clients. It's something I do in my mastermind. So if you want more strategy versus energy and mindset, then my mastermind is for you. You can totally DM me. Um, But find somebody who can help you with that. Don't think you know you can be a marketer. You can be this. You can be a photographer. You can be that. You can be a landing page creator. You can't do all of those things. There's no single human who's good at all of those things. There's nobody that's ever built a multiple seven-figure business off of doing everything in their business. And there's growth that's required to find people, hire out, get help. When you technically don't have the money and technically quote unquote shouldn't because it doesn't make sense to your bookkeeper or your accountant or your bank account. But when you're looking to get to that next level, you cannot do everything, right? And so stay in your zone of genius and only if you are good at something should you be doing it. For example, canvas, I suck giant balls at. I will never spend time doing canvas at all. No, no. <laughs> Luckily, Shalane did all of them for the Ascension Mini Mind. Shalane and Ashley. Ashley's my VA, um, my main VA. Did all of them for Ascent for the Ascension Mini Mind. But I was like, guys, I'm not touching this. I will pay you for it. I will pay somebody else to do it. But somebody take this because I'm not wasting my energy on it. Right? But I wrote the landing page copy. Shalane and I did a masterclass. We talked about what we wanted. I kind of put together the wording. She put together the graphics. Beautiful. Then we taught on it right? Stay in your zone of genius and hire people who can either teach you to do it or do it for you, depending on what level you are at. I think in the beginning, we all should like kind of learn tasks, but if you have the, you know, income to do so, hire out. Um, two more. You can't rush through a lesson. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. You can only learn a lesson when you are ready to receive the lesson. And so the universe is constantly teaching us. People in our life are constantly teaching us. Our business is constantly teaching us. This podcast is constantly teaching us. But we will only pick up what we are ready to learn, right? And in order to to do that, you have to just have an open mind. And things are going to hit deeper and deeper and deeper. You're going to learn the same lesson again and again and again in business, in life, in health, in relationships, whatever it is. You learn it deeper and deeper and deeper. Allow that to be the process. And sometimes we have to hear things, the same thing, 30 different ways, 100 different times before we're like, oh, fuck, cool, now I'm changing or now I'm shifting. 
So stop trying to rush your journey and be present. Be present with where you are at right now and be patient. Be super fucking patient and know that you're constantly attracting things, right? Raise your vibration, get your energy in alignment with what you actually want to attract in the way you want to attract it and do everything in your power to create that. And the last lesson that I have learned over the past two years slash last year of my business is it's always working out way better than you ever expected. And again, we try and rush through lessons. We try and rush to the next level. So much so that we try and control everything. We try and control who pays us when they pay us right? We try and control how many leads we can reach out to, how many sales calls we can have. And then it has to equal the amount of people that we want. Like, no, humans, attraction, these things are not numbers. It's not a math equation. Humans are not a math equation. Why people buy is not a math equation. I don't care if you do 17 calls before you actually try and sell them. If you keep doing 17 calls before you try and sell somebody, you will never have the same conversion. Stop focusing on fucking numbers. Start focusing on humans. Start focusing on attraction. Start focusing on the fact that it is all working out for you. Stop trying to control everything. Life, business, everything will get so much easier when you stop trying to control it. And you're just present and you enjoy. And you listen to yourself. You listen to your intuition. And you just know that it's all working out way better than you expected. And this is when income goes from struggling or like I went from almost going broke to fucking skyrocketing to having the highest income months I've had all fucking year to having a massive savings account to having clients sign on to having that snowball effect of just growing, of growing, of growing. But you have to be willing to take that ride upwards you have to be willing to go through the bumps and the roller coaster of the crying on the floor in order to have the massive fucking wins. You have to be willing to fuck it up at some point and say, I shouldn't have done that. I should have listened to myself. Now I get to learn I will never, dis- never disrespect myself in that way again. I will listen to myself, right? And as long as you're willing to go through that ride, you will be massively successful, As long as you are willing to continue moving forward, you will be massively fucking successful. Always act out of where you're going. Trust yourself. Stop trying to rush it, but be present and learn and be ready to receive. Be ready to take action. Be ready to take a fuck ton of risks because if I didn't take risks for the past two years, I would have never gotten here right? And you want a higher income? You want a lot more fucking money? That requires a lot bigger fucking risks. That requires you to learn more, invest way fucking more, hire team members, get the things done that are necessary for you to continue moving forward so you can stop trying to do everything on your own. You can stop thinking that you have to have it all figured out at this point. You don't. That's why we have coaches. That's why we have people who stay in their zone of geniuses. Whew, cool. So with that being said, um, that was a long fucking podcast and I hope that you got a lot out of it. I was very happy to share all of the ups, downs, lessons, all the things for the past two years. And again, if you are wanting to make business easier, if you are wanting to focus more on attraction, focusing on raising your vibration, focusing on attracting high ticket, high level paying dedicated clients, 
the Ascension Mini Mind is for you. We're going to be doing energy work. We're going to be doing mindset work and strategy work to help you charge multiple thousands, multiple tens of thousands of dollars for your program. We're going to do the money mindset work. Um, Shalane is an energy healer. You're going to learn all about how to heal aspects of yourself that are preventing you from being in alignment and from attracting clients who pay you this amount easily. And we're going to do the worthiness work around you not feeling worthy of having a lot of money, of you struggling to attract it. And we're going to clear clear all the blocks that may be there energetically, strategically in your mindset to allow you to receive and receive a lot fucking easier. So the goal at the end of the 10 weeks, again, we start in May, is for you to double, triple, quadruple your prices, whatever feels best for you. And therefore, you can start selling those high ticket programs. You will have a container of support of women who are doing entrepreneurs, probably mainly women if you're a dude, cool too, as long as you fit with the vibe, um, <laughs> which I'm sure you do if you're reaching out. Um, but a group of entrepreneurs who are challenging you, two amazing fucking coaches, Shalane and I, Shalane's probably one of my most favorite humans in this fucking world. I would never bring somebody on who I didn't think would absolutely help transform your life. And her and I, if you have not listen to us or seen us together, go and do so in the previous podcasts and go and listen to um, our IGTV training on what keeps people stuck in their business, especially around making more money. Um, But that energy is fucking contagious and our energies work so well together and it's going to be fucking amazing. Plus you get a four day fucking retreat in Tulum. It's amazing. Retreats alone already cost three to $5,000 for the weekend. And we're doing four days and you get 10 weeks of coaching for only $10,000. It's quite insane. So if you are feeling that pull, if you are feeling that like, fuck yes, I need that support. I might be scared, but I definitely need that support. And I want that energy. I want that transformation. Link is down below. Link is also my bio on Instagram. Any questions, reach out to me and I will see you guys in the next episode.